So episode number seven, uh, these are flying through fairly quickly. Happy days. This is all getting good. Um, so to, now today I have Steve. Steve is a pal of mine uh, from here in Cork. Steve, how you doing, mate? I'm flying, pal. How are you? I'm all right. I'm all right. Um, just tell a little, we may as well tell them what just happened there. So I was just about to press record <laughs> there and it said to me, no, nah, man, you've used all your minutes. Yeah, yeah. Your monthly plan's up. I've been hammering the shit out of this recording. So, um, yeah, just got from uh, 25 a month to 40 a month. So this better be mate, fucking taking off, let me tell you. <laughs> I thought my uh, 15 minutes of fame was gone, mate. Yeah, mate, I'll bring you back always. Do you know, we, we did, we did, shit, yeah, don't tell the bride, man. That's a while back now, isn't it? It is, yeah, it feels kind of like a lifetime ago, even though Coming we, up to- like, we should have signed some contract there where we got royalties over it because I think it's been replayed about 45 times. Unbelievable. It was when Dennis says to me, Dennis was Dennis O'Sullivan was flying over, yeah. to, um, flying over to Seattle uh, oh, around, yeah. and it was on the inter- in, in-flight entertainment. I was like, yeah. oh, you're joking me. Yeah, man, good times. But sure, we had you a could have definitely got something out of that. They got some serious airtime out of you, really. You got a free wedding out of it, mate. Well, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> you look at that one. Yeah, that's a fair point. Yeah, because my mother like would text me every time it comes on. She's like, Steve, you're on the telly again. Oh, here we go. Yeah. Oh, jeez. Yeah. But I think my mother probably thought like I was uh, some sort of a celebrity blaster. <laughs> Sorry, man, I just choked in your ear while I was coffee, oh, coffee, oh, coffee. Oh. So how's everything going with you? All good, man. I can't complain. Yeah. Um, boys are all right. She's Sarah's all right. She's uh, she's taking it well, you know, considering. Yeah. So um, all good, man. It's uh, we're doing all right. I'm keeping myself busy. They're keeping themselves busy. It's Friday afternoon, so I'm happy out. I finished work for the yeah. week, so I can get out of this room there now, which would be good. So, um. Yeah. So what's what's the story with you? You've obviously got baby on the way, man. So how is this coronavirus fucking affecting you at the moment, mate? Yeah, it's mad that we're actually doing it today because uh, today is the due date, which is ah, look at that. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, today is the due date. Um, she had a midwife appointment on Tuesday, and the midwife reckons it's going to run into next week, um, which is okay. Um, but in terms of kind of the coronavirus and how it's affected it. I don't know how much time I'm going to get to spend in the hospital. I think the feedback we've got is that I'll be dropping her off and then I'll probably get a call to go back for the birth and I might get maybe like an hour or two in there and then I'll have to bail again. So, uh, yeah, it's strange, man. I think the feeling around it is I just want to have the baby down and get the baby home, you know, because everyone's safe. Yeah, exactly. But uh, Ash is great, man. She's she's having like uh, a real trooper, not complaining. There's no kind of nerves or anything around it. But it's just kind of really uncertain time. And I suppose the baby on top of that just throws uh, a bit more uncertainty into the mix, you know. But um, look, you got to be positive about it, right? It's a blessing. So hopefully everything goes well and we get, our, we get the baby home and, and all will be good. That's it. And then it's going to be like even grandparents and... All that because I know it's is it's not her parents as fast, but it's your parents first, grandparent, uh, grandkids, right? Spot on. So her, she's got three nephews. They're based down in Kerry, and uh, okay. 
yeah, it's kind of tough on her mom because her mom obviously spends a lot of time in Kerry with them and can't go there now. And it's my mom and dad's first grandkid, and we've been told for six weeks there's no visitors. Oh, that's tough. Yeah, so which is tough. And I'd say, like, I like a video call my mom every day, and um, she's just like, oh, it's mad, like, that I can't actually go to the hospital to see my first grandchild, and I can't come down and visit. And uh, I'd say there's, no, nah, it doesn't get to tears, but I'd say she's a bit upset over it, you know? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, it's just one of those things, man. It's so mad. But it, when we look back in 20 years' time, I'd be able to say to my kid, you were born during the craziest fucking time at home. Like, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Craziest time of our lifetime. Yeah, anyway. exactly. Like, me and you even, like, at our age, like, I never remember anything as severe as this. I never remember, like. I think 9-11 will be. That was the first thing that came into my head. Uh, I think it's more of a big event rather than an yeah. actual being stuck in. Like you have World War One, World War Two, JFK. I think nine eleven was the kind of the big one. Then when it or the, obviously landing yeah. on the moon and bits yeah. in between. But this is going to be like a World War One, World yeah, War Two uh, yeah, yeah, event. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Well, and, certainly in our, our kind of lifetime, mate. I think nine eleven is always the one I go back to as the biggest memory. I can still remember where I was. Yeah. But this, yeah, this is a proper mad situation, like, isn't it? Yeah. How's um? I was what you work from home easy enough? Yeah, I mean, me and you are very lucky, mate. I think the industry that we work in, um, and like this is kind of giving me a, a big realization around work and all that, and how lucky we are because like three of my buddies have been laid off, um, and I was given out about my job, like or I was given out about the job about a week or two ago. Oh, and it was nothing, like it was just petty stuff that. And she's like, Steve, come on, like, put it into context. You know, there's people, yeah, yeah, yeah. people working the HSE 24 hours a day around all this shit. And I just thought, yeah, fucking hell. And I, it taught, you know, the way something happens and like something will come into your head. We had this work thing, but we weren't working together at the time, but we had a work thing in Vegas, right? A kickoff. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was in, we were staying in the Hard Rock Hotel and there was, um, there was like an Elvis kind of statue, like a kind of memorial thing there. And my dad is a big Elvis fan, and I always still listen to him. And there was a thing, like there was a little note he had written at the end. And it was like, everyone needs something to, someone to love. Everyone needs something to look forward to. And everyone needs something to do. And I was like, oh, you know, I didn't, like, I was like, yeah, that's cool. But no, I, I don't know why that came into my head, but it's like. Because we've got nothing to do. That's it. But like the simplest things that I look forward to you now, like I look forward to like get up, have my breakfast, then I look forward to having a coffee in the afternoon. You know, just stupid things. Yeah, 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 yeah. Go for a walk. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know why I went on a ramble about that, but I suppose it's just about being a. It's relevant, isn't it? It's relevant. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It's just I'm going to do the old podcaster fella thing now, right? Have you got your laptop on your lap? Yeah. Is there like a, anything you can put it down on for a sec? Yeah. Is there like. Just because I know we've got no mic, and I uh, maybe not that far away. Even even is there something next to you, maybe? Yeah. And I, I can just imagine that it's going to get a bit. Uh, yeah, that's good. Even yeah, there we go. I can hear you perfect, and I can still see your beautiful face. So we're all good, bro. <laughs> oh, um, yeah, yeah. The sound should be all right there. Again, I just when it was on your lap, it seemed to be rattling a bit, and I was. Oh yeah, yeah. Probably moving around, yeah. I don't know if it's going to come across or not. So, um, geez, check me out, mate. Fucking technical Joe. Um, well done. It. Yeah, well um, done. Well, this is so, all about um, the learning process for you, right? I'm absolutely bluffing this, dude. Yeah. Absolutely bluffing it. Like the, like I say, I just had to 
up and get more kind of hours to be able to record on and i'm trying to figure out i've got a thing called anchor uh which i which streams everything to youtube or to spotify and eventually will to itunes but i think i could probably do that from soundcloud i was only using soundcloud to begin with because i didn't know of this anchor um but i could probably do everything from there as well so it's just again i could probably streamline this process massively um yeah yeah but it's a lot of us. That's it. And the social media side of it then is a different ball game altogether. Like I'm not social media savvy. So again, this is probably yeah. something that can be streamlined as well quite easily. Um, but again, yeah, like I say, for me, it was something to do. You know, I've been chatting around doing something about it, like a podcast or something creative rather than just being sat at a screen for work. You know, I tend to want to get creative. So this is a good format. It's been received quite well so far. So um, yeah, man. Just fucking yeah, drive on. Yeah, my buddy actually, he's out in Australia or New Zealand, one or the other. New Zealand, I think, no, because he moved between the two. And him and his two buddies have started a, a football podcast. I saw it past the tape, or who's got tape or something? Yeah, yeah. I listened to that. Yeah, it's good. It's it, good. It's brilliant. Yeah, I put Robbie onto it. Robbie loves it as well. And uh, yeah. I love podcasts, man. I need, I need to start getting more into them. And when you asked me to come on this, I was like, yeah, that's a brilliant idea. I know you've been kind of badgering on about it for a long time to do one. So this is the perfect excuse, right? That's it. Just conversations, man. And again, in the current climate and the way things are, I think there's a lot to talk about. And what it is, like the last few ideas that I had for podcasts were fairly good and I was happy with them, but it's just getting the time for people to sit down for half an hour and have a chat. Whereas now everyone's got the time yeah, to sit down. I'm going to badger everyone. Um, so, yeah, but I've got a few decent things lined up. I've got a couple of, do you know, the people that were caught in Peru um, and there was a, a private flight brought like a load of Irish people back. Um, so th- there's an interesting story there that I've I've got coming up next week. It'll be good. Um, so, yeah, no, like I've yeah. got loads booked in. So, um, great, yeah, I love it. So far, so good. Yeah, so far, so good. And what are you doing to kind of tie the days over and keep yourself occupied? Obviously, you've got the worry of the, the baby coming, but or, you know, the excitement of yeah. the baby coming, however you're looking at it. Um, how you kind of, how are you tipping away? How are you getting on? What you're up to? Well, it's Groundhog Day, really, man, every day, I suppose. Um, but, like, again, to go back to the point, I think me and you are probably lucky, the industry that we work in, that we're still kind of cracking on and there's still business there, you know? Mm. Um, I think from the kind of social side of it, like, I get up every day, same breakfast, really. Ash gets up after me, then we have breakfast together. So I have two breakfasts. Uh, <laughs> we try to go for a walk every day. We try and not do too much on the telly but I suppose it's probably a lot of telly but like to give you kind of the breakdown and this is how boring it is it's like get up breakfast and Ash gets up we eat together then we sit down together we have a bit of a chat watch a bit of telly I get back to the kind of work stuff then we try and get out for a walk then we decide what we're going to have for dinner then it's more food it, it basically the whole day of all's around food yeah 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 Which but you sad. like food so that's good for you though. yeah yeah so that's probably a good thing but I think, look, it's just made me kind of more of appreciative of everything, like like one stupid thing. Like I go to the farmer's market every Saturday in Douglas, right? Mm. Such a, a small thing, but no, I don't. I actually just realized now how much I love going down there, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's yeah. go down and grab a coffee and grab food and, you know, you run into people, obviously, you know. But aside from that, mate, what's been helpful is that with the baby coming, I suppose, 
there was a lot of things to get prepared, right? So we had to get like mm-hmm. prepared. I had to put a buggy together. I had to put a bouncer together. All this stuff that was completely alien to me, I'm now a bit more kind of comfortable with, thankfully. Yeah, yeah. I could yeah. put the car seat in, in Ash's car. My buddy gave us another car seat, so I put car seat in my car. I washed her car, my car. Never washed a car before in my life. <laughs> but my dad is like an expert car cleaner, so I never really got the chance to do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't you dare leave a streak on that window. Yeah. (laughs) So it's like, yeah, it's just, it's totally different, mate, on a kind of day-to-day in terms of what we're doing. Um, I know I don't mean different in terms of, like, like we do the same shit every day, but I mean, like, putting the buggy together and all that kind of crap. Yeah, 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 yeah. And how how are mum and dad, and how are they kind of getting on? uh... Like, I kind of feel sorry a bit for, for both of them because... My mom was meant to retire on the twenty sixth of March. Okay. So around the start of the mar- start of March, they basically told her go home and don't come back, um, because of all this, right? So, I mean, we wanted to have a bit of a kind of celebration for her, you know, retiring. She's been there for years, isn't she? Yeah, thirty six years or thirty eight. Oh years. yeah, yeah, yeah. My brother and me it tied in with her birthday as well, so like my brother and me wanted to have you know do do something nice for her, you know, have a bit of a celebration and. Obviously, that's put on the back burner. And then my dad is like the most active guy ever, you know, has to be doing something, has to be working out in the garden. And I'd say he's a bit frustrated with that as well. But look, I think we're lucky the age we live in from a technology perspective, you know, that we can FaceTime, we can WhatsApp. I was saying, are you seeing them much or are you not seeing them at all? Is that no, the way right? you're taking it seriously? Yeah, my mother called him twice and then I like stood at the front door and she stayed at her car at the end of the driveway. And that was it. My dad hasn't been down. Um, and actually, funnily enough, right, um, three weeks ago, three weeks ago tomorrow, Ash's baby shower, she had her baby shower, right? But this was just kind of building momentum, you know, from a COVID-19 side. And, like, people were pulling out left, right, and center on the Saturday morning. So she ended up having maybe, like, 10 or 11 people. But we were kind of, we were kind of contemplating, would it go ahead or not? You know, would we just call the whole thing off? And... Uh, she was getting a bit upset then, and I felt bad for her because, you know, there was a lot of planning went into it. She had someone coming over doing afternoon tea and her buddy had flown over from the UK and they had all decorations and, you know, there was actually a lot of shit went into it, like money as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And people were just falling away by the wayside, you know, and um, it went ahead and, I mean, it was a great day, but it was a week later, it wouldn't have happened. You know that? Yeah, 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 yeah. Seriously, my rat nose. So, um, yeah, it's just, she- it's been a bad time, man, really. I was Ash getting on really with the pregnancy and worrying about is she worried about going into the hospital? Is she cool with it? Is she chilled? Or? She's cool, man. She was a bit upset the other night because, um, you know, there was talk about whether, you know, your birth partner or whatever you call it, who, who yeah, yeah. you go in, and it, yeah. to go in. And, um, yeah, she was a bit upset, man. She was like, I really don't want to do this on my own, but no, I have to say she's been a trooper true kind of everything does not really, uh, a worry about going into the hospital. I think there was more worry that she'd be in there on her own. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. You'll have some different view, man, after that, I tell you. If, if, if you're in there and you see it, mate, you have a different respect for women. Yeah, you what do Robbie Williams say? It's like watching your favourite pub burn down, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Yes, man. Uh, oh, you know what, man? You've been through it all. Yeah, fun times, mate. Fun times. So, yeah, it's very, you know, I said this to someone the other day, right? And I know this is going to sound bad and I didn't mean it to sound bad, but 
because they're obviously doing the, the carrying of the baby and they do everything. I don't really feel I've got that kind of emotional connection yet. Yeah, yeah, I get that, yeah. And um, it kind of still feels like it's not happening. Like, the, the weirdest thing, there's a room upstairs in the house because, as you know, we only bought the house, like, six weeks ago. So that was another yeah, yeah. We did up, like, a baby's room. When I when I walk in there, I'm like, fucking hell, this is actually happening. You know that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I still yeah. don't feel like it's 100%. Because it's not in your belly. It's not, exactly. Yeah. So it's go- It's. I think it's just, it's going to be the point where I'm handed the child where it's really going to be like, oh, yeah, this is... Shit's like, getting real now, mate. This is, yeah, this is going to happen. So. But yeah. it's exciting, like, um, it's just a shitty time, obviously. Of course, of course. And then well, how is your brother getting on? Your brother's uh, a guard, right? So a lot of police yeah, yeah. So how is he getting on in terms of... Uh, what Have you speaking to him much? What's his day-to-day yeah, like? What's yeah. his tasks? So he's um, he's usually kind of so he's in Dublin now. So he was in Waterford and uh, he got a, a new gig up in Dublin, and um, they're pretty much confined to the office where they used to be out on on jobs or, or whatever they'd be doing. But I think the issue is like, I mean, if any, if one of them get it, like if the guards get it, right, we're we're up yeah. in trouble. So um, he, I think there's about five or six of them in this office, and they. From what I know, they pretty much don't leave from a kind of Monday to Friday. So he'll um, he still comes home on the Friday. Um, but yeah, I mean, in terms of activities, he's up to. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, of course, of course. I was, and again, kind of, we. I was only talking about it. Like I was chatting with a fella this morning, and we were saying that for the money that they get, the risk that they take on a day to day basis is huge. To do that now with this added threat of uh, an invisible fucking virus that can kill you is a scary kind of thought i don't think i'd be a down for that i'd much rather be sat in an office mate yeah um, exactly mate yeah exactly yeah. obviously there's guys i'm sure there's guys on the front line who are out every day like if funnily enough um we actually had guards drive into our estate here and ask the kids to go in home because there was like a gang of kids out playing football and yeah. yeah i thought that was good but i don't know from my brother's side i don't think he's out and about too much thankfully because uh, yeah. My mother is worried enough about him being a guard up in Dublin, you know. Without, yeah, 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 yeah. Never mind the yeah, fact that I'm there. To it. So, yeah. But it, it, it's crazy. Like, I think that, um, again, man, I know I'm repeating myself here. I think we're we're very lucky, the industry that we're in. Yeah. Do you know what, mate? I was just I was just there running through my head the people that I've had on so far. And I th- uh, apart from Moino, who I think may have an, a, an interest, but you're the first person I've spoke to that's got any interest in soccer. So let's have a little spin on that, right? How happy are you that this is going to fuck Liverpool up? I was just going to say, when me and you want the league fucking cancelling void, right? Yeah, man, if, if Liverpool don't win, I'd be so happy. It'd be so funny. Just 30 years and then you're almost there and then this, I think it'd just be... Again, it'd be horrible for, for the likes of... You know, we've got friends. I've got a, few, a good few friends that I go, do you know what? I hope Liverpool win it for you because you're sound and you've gone through it and you're not, you know. There's others then and I'm like, I bloody love this. I know, I know. Like, they've been, like they've been incredible like this year. Like, I mean, just like they've turned, someone uh, made a good point to me. They've turned the Premier League into like the French League, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even yeah. such a golf, like in terms of class. But yeah, just Liverpool fans, man, are painful in the whole, I think. So, but I think, <laughs> yeah. So, so I mean, do you think, what do you, do you think it's going to, they'll have to finish it at some they'll point? They'll have to finish it. Yeah, I think they'll have to finish it. Yeah. Like, I saw it just from a rugby standpoint, I know that um, in the English Premier League, 
Saracens are getting relegated, right? Because of right. that was a point thing or a fair play yeah, thing. Salary, it? Yeah, they, they broke the salary cap or something. So because they're getting relegated and that's kind of set in stone, the first division team are getting promoted, which I think is Newcastle Falcons, right? Which makes sense because obviously they know that was coming. I mean, I don't you can give Liverpool the league, right, without finishing it because obviously it, it puts into question then, well, relegation and championship teams and that. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I think it, it needs to be finished. If it's gonna like, if anyone's getting relegated or promoted, it needs to be finished. If they can't finish the league, then they, you need to scrap it. It's that clear there. But how they go about finishing it is the tough one. Yeah, I think it's just got to be. Yeah, it's just got to be time, right? And I think if you short maybe next season then or something, um, would it be a case like if it started in? I don't know if it started back up in September, October instead of playing thirty-eight games. Team, just play one team or just play a team once? I think they'll do the two team. I think they'll just I think they'll get rid of the FA Cup, they'll get rid of the League Cup, or get you know, and they'll just have the Champions League and the Europa League and, and then maybe they're just the league games and get rid of the cups for a year. That'll kind of free up a good bit of space. Um and I think for finishing the season off, they could probably scrap the FA Cup and, and finish the league off. But again, you might have to run the FA Cup for money value because you know the money that's what I was that's gonna say it's fine, yeah. isn't that Rick? Yeah. I suppose, but um, yeah, I don't know, man. I'm glad I'm not making them decisions. If it was yeah, me, I'd scrap the yeah, fucking yeah. null and void, unlucky Liverpool. Yes. That's, a good oh. that's, that's exactly yeah. what I do. Um, what yeah, do you make of, um, sorry, mate, for cutting you off. I was just going to ask you, what do you make of um, like if everything goes back to normal of City next year? Um, it depends what happens now with this. You know the Champions League ban. If they if they get Champions League ban and that's upheld, if it's one year, I think most fellas will stay. If it's two years, I think we'll lose the likes. We could potentially lose Laporte, Edison, De Bruyne, Sterling, all the fellas in their prime. Um, the youngsters and the older guys won't be too fussed about. I think they'll all hang on. Yeah. It's those in their actual prime that would want Champions League. You know, um, if it's one year, I think they'll be grand. I think yeah, this this has thrown everything out. Who knows what's yeah. happening? This. Is, you know, fellas might be Kevin De Bruyne might be going. What the fuck am I living in Manchester for? Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Do you think? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I can live yeah, yeah. in the world and play football and, and be happy, and I'm living in fucking Manchester for a few quid. So you know, how how, how foster people about that now? You know? Yeah. Maybe this is a stupid question because I don't know. Does it even exist anymore? But do you think it kind of gauges the level of commitment for fellas to City? I don't think there's any level of commitment to any club, mate. Probably not. I think well, the days yeah. of like Gary Neville and Paul Scholes and and Stephen Gerrard and John Terry's, I think them days are dead. You know, I think that yeah. it's and and dead right. It's a job, like it, you know. I used to work with you. You moved on, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You need to more money and and better conditions, then you're going to go and do it. Mm-hmm. And you think you got a chance of winning? Then why aren't you going to go and do that? Yeah. Um, but I- I think we probably still have an old school mentality, like not that we're old school, but like growing up in the nineties and two thousands, that you'd want that level of commitment, wouldn't you? You'd still love to have a kind of like stalwarts yeah, yeah. that have stayed there for ten, twelve. Yeah, years. and I mean, what clubs have? I mean, if you look at your United fan, who have you got? You bring kids through all the time, well, but is there yeah. any of them good enough to stay there for 20, 20 years? I would say um, Rashford. Rashford is the kitty for yeah. United. You know, yeah. and like I would hope. 
like obviously my opinion of him might be different to to people who don't support United, but I think he can just be world class. I think he's brilliant, and like he's a Manchester lad, he's a local lad. That's the thing is, so when Barcelona and Real Madrid come knocking on the door for him, he's going to have more of a tie than if they go knocking for Virgil Van Dijk at Liverpool or if they go yeah. Kevin De Bruyne at City. I yeah. think if Phil Foden kind of he at City, he'll be like, oh, I don't, you know, do I? Don't I? Whereas yeah. you know Kevin De Bruyne, why who why should he have to stay? Like what can you know the the likes of even Agüero and David Silver and their commitment to their commitment to the football um, uh, or, or commitment to Man City is amazing considering where they're from and and, yeah, and you I, know but here, 300 grand a week in your back pocket or pocket <laughs> anywhere <laughs> but you know what Gary Devon made a good point about them I think when City like really started improving and you were signing likes yeah Torre Silver well company probably came before that Aguero but like I think the the view or the opinion generally would have been right. They're going to be here for two or three years, and then they're going to fuck off to Madrid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. So I think, and like, they've City, yeah, they've shown City massive commitment. I think because you're going to make the money anywhere. Do you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't think they've stayed for the money because you'd imagine they're going to st- still going to get the same money at Madrid and Barcelona. But like, try I, and tie this back into the COVID eleven conversation, or or not just football, because I think there's listeners here that are going to go fuck off with your football shit, mate. That's true. Um, yeah, fair. Yeah. Yeah. in terms of commitment to work and, and, and commitment to jobs and commitment to areas and stuff like you know me and Sarah have, have discussed openly now you know is do we want to see ourselves here is there a better place in the world for us to live the rest of our days if this can come at any moment and change everything you know and yeah. um, work it's kind of come to me as our oh, what's important and what's not so much important um what about you what are your thoughts on that like are you still a a, a, a kind of is work still a big thing for you? I know we're very in a very lucky position. I know you've got a mortgage that you've just taken on, so you can't just up and leave. Don't get me wrong. I'm not trying to say that, but I mean, what are your yeah. thoughts on what's important in terms of work? Do you still, is it still ranking where it did? Um, it is no, mate, but I, I think that'll probably change when the baby comes. Right. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I think I just want stability for the next kind of year or so. Uh, and obviously like COVID-19 doesn't really offer you that. Um, whatever's going on. Right. But I think just like the fact we bought the house, like we're living in, we're living in Cargill, you know, which is Ash's hometown. Her mom's two minutes away. Like my mom was 10 minutes away. And uh, we got very lucky with the house. You know, we've got a, a room for the baby. We've got a little kind of playroom set out as well. So I think for me right now, man, I'm not even thinking about moving or changing job or anything like that. I just want the kind of stability for the next year. So that the baby kind of grows up in the most kind of comfortable environment possible. Right. And then, kind of reassess things in, in a year or two down the line um but yeah i think this is yeah you've always been quite a home kind of fella anyway yeah, I don't think in the years we've known each other you know i'm often talking about seeing what else is out there and you've never really had a, a discussion oh, i'd like to move here or move there do you know i think some people are just very like true that, you know? mate, yeah i think that's probably um that's probably come from the family side of it i suppose the fact that i've so, like, a lot of buddies here, and I'm so close to my mum and uh, my well, dad. that's it, yeah. But, uh, I always moved around as a kid. I'm, like, seven. This is, actually, I worked this out. This is the longest I've ever lived in one place. Is I've lived in Cork now since 2012. There you go, look. You know what I mean? So, our, our upbringings were completely different. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh, Eight years is the longest I've ever lived in one spot. So, um, Cork, you're uh, you're now home, it seems. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
until yeah. this COVID nineteen is lifted, and I'm getting back yeah. to the sun. You kept, you kept <laughs> the accent, though. I have to say that's one thing. I've got the most mongrel accent in the world. Even there, this, yeah. this, I've got mates from where I was growing up in Yorkshire going, "What is your accent about?" I should be talking like this, mate. Really? And then, like, you know, and then there's Galway, and then I was down south for a while, and I was in Essex, and me, me accent would have leaned towards that way. I think. Yeah. Um, Des Bishop did a bit before it was like about fitting in, you know, um, mm. and, and when you move around a lot, you learn to adapt and fit in. And one of the things to do is that is not necessarily changing your accent, but picking up words and using them words in the accent of that local area. So there's no point me coming up to you and going, all right, boy. Yeah. Where is it? Yeah, yeah. All right, boy. It's, you know, they go, oh, yeah, yeah I get that. So, um, yeah, I think it's just fitting but in. Have you, adopted, have you adopted lingo from each place that you've lived? Um, probably, probably, yeah. And I've certainly adopted accents that have all amalgamated into what I've got now. Like some people, when I'm speaking to them, they think I'm from kind of the West Country down Bristol or Bathway or something like that. And I've I've never been down there ever, do you know? So, um, it's an odd one. Yeah, I don't know what the, um, mongrels make the best pets. That's what my mum tells me anyway. (laughs) Because I remember when we met, I thought you were like a Londoner. Yeah, yeah, all over the shop, mate. Yeah, this is there we go, there we go, and that's why for this in exactly, exactly, yeah. Um, I think it works quite well for this because I can tap into different people from different areas and get bits of info. I mean, I've got a few in Australia there that I'm just trying to sort out time with. Uh, I got one in Edinburgh this evening. Um, another one in Dublin tomorrow, but I'm trying to get and and like like a guy who's stuck in Peru. So I'm trying to get things a bit further afield. So if you know anyone that, and and I'm going to put that out there on some of the social media platforms, if you want to have a chat, just, you know, and you're in a, in a blade, we'd like to hear what it's about. I think Doyla might be a good one. Owen Doyle. Where's he based now? He's in Japan or? There we go. Doyla, I'm coming for you. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> cool well listen Steve we got to the half hour mark mate and uh, you know we only took about five minutes of football that's not bad um, yeah, first yeah. bit of football chat I'll put that in the content if, if you get to the football chat and you're getting bored it only lasts for a couple of minutes um, but yeah no really cool and listen best of luck with a baby send one off to Ash I will of course um, obviously keep us updated we'll go out to wet the baby's head when we can we can virtually do that we'll these days on party, yeah. I have a virtual house party mate and a load yeah. of drink and yeah um cool. well, well, listen i'm delighted yeah man yeah something to do in it mate something yeah, to do love um, it. yeah i love it cool. good luck listen, with it. thanks for the time yeah and thank you again and listen best of luck with the baby say stay safe send love to everyone and uh i'll when the baby's born you let me know i'll i'll let the people know if it was listening <laughs> cool peace out stay safe